Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for February 11th, 2020. So I'm teaching a series entitled Great Freedom. I'm teaching on great freedom all year long, and you are truly free to be the man, the woman that God has called you to be, and you are free to live the life of faith that God has called you to live. And so I'm teaching, uh, I was in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, and we were talking about the glory of God and this, this next level of God's glory, a new dimension of God's glory. And we get to see this image and we are changed into that image from glory to glory. And then I crossed over into 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and we were flowing through chapter 4 till I got to verse 13. And I got stuck on verse 13 and will probably be on verse 13 for a while. So let's go back to 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13. The title of today's message is Speaking What God Has Spoken Over You, Part 2. I dealt with this yesterday. I'm going to deal with it again today. Speaking What God Has Spoken over you, part two. Second Corinthians chapter four and verse 13, the Bible says, and since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what was written, I believe, and therefore have I spoken, watch this, New Testament believers, we also believe and therefore speak. As New Testament born again, blood-bought believers filled with the Holy Spirit, we believe and then we speak. We speak what we believe. We speak words of faith from a believing heart. That's how you got born again. Romans 10, 9 and 10. You spoke words of faith from a believing heart and you were born again. Speaking words of faith from a believing heart delivered you from hell and speaking words of faith from a believing heart will deliver you from any situation. So let's deal with that. So what does this mean to you today? Yesterday I was flowing in the vein of Mary and we're going to go right back to Mary again uh, today. I have three things to share with you on today. As I share these things with you, I want you to open up your heart to receive, rid yourself of all distractions. Three things. Number one, here we go. You will never maximize what you do not understand. That's number one. You will never maximize what you do not understand. Once you have an understanding of a word from God, then it's really only then that you can apply it and leverage it and benefit from it. But until you have an understanding, it's going to be hard for that word to have true impact in your life. So like, for example, when the Mary, the angel came to Mary and the angel was like, Hey, Mary, you have found favor in God's eyes. And she was like, well, I don't, why? I mean, I haven't done it. Well, that's the whole point of favor. You didn't earn it. You have found favor in God's eyes. And she was a little bit puzzled by that greeting. Then the angel was like, well, you're going to have a son. She was like, whoa, hey, hey, hold on. I'm a virgin. I'm not pregnant. Hold, hold on. And the angel was like, no, no, no. Let me explain this to you. But at first, when the angel told her that she was going to have a son, that his name would be Jesus, that he would be the son of God, and that of his kingdom, that there would be no end, she couldn't see it. And if you can't see it, you can't have it. If you don't understand it, then the word is not going to have an impact in your life. You have to understand the word of God. We all must strive to get to a place of understanding. Thankfully, the angel spent some time with Mary and was like, no, no, let me explain this to you. Um, God wants to do something in your life supernatural. It's not natural. And then he was like, well, you know how your cousin Elizabeth couldn't get pregnant and she's old. It was like, yeah, yeah, I know Elizabeth. Well, guess what? She's six months pregnant right now. And the angel was like, that, you know, with God, all things are possible. There's nothing too hard for God. God did it for her. He could do it for you. And once, once the angel explained it to her, she got an understanding that she was like, okay, fine. Now I'm ready to receive it. She was like, now I can see myself. Okay. If this is a supernatural thing, if it was natural, no, because I haven't been with a man, but if it's supernatural, if you did it for her, you could do it for me. She was able to see it. And this is critical because this is what uh, your pastor does for you. And also what the Holy Spirit obviously does for you as well is your pastor 
and the Holy Spirit are used of God to get you to the place of an understanding. God will reveal something uh, to you, about you, things that he planned to do in your life from the foundations of the world. But if you can't see it, if you, you can't see it, you'll never be it. If you can't see it, you can't have it. If you don't have an understanding of it, you can't apply it. So your, God will use your pastor or the Holy Spirit directly to, to make these things clear to you. When you have biblical teaching that you don't understand, then that biblical teaching is not helping you. You got to be able to see it. You got to be able to understand it, which is why I teach the way that I teach. Um, believe me, I mean, I, I, I have a vocabulary. I mean, I, I can I can use $5 words, but I don't. I try to make things as clear as possible. I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm trying to make impact, kingdom impact for God's glory. So I try to break down the Bible as simple as possible so that anyone can understand it because you will never maximize what you do not understand. Once Mary was able to understand it, then she was able to be changed by it, right? And the same thing will happen in your life. Once you can understand it, then you can apply it, you can walk it out, and it can change you. Number two, once you can see it, once Mary was able to see, okay, I got it now, I got it, but then you still have to believe it. Once you can see it, you still have to believe it. Understanding the word of God is one thing, but come on, let's be honest, you know more word than you apply. <laughs> right? I mean, so you, especially if you've been going to church Sunday after Sunday, Wednesday after Wednesday, you probably understand more word than you're living. So yeah, understanding it is one thing, seeing it is one thing, but you still have to believe it. You have to believe it and then apply it and then launch out in faith for it. So believing it is absolutely critical. Mary had to believe this thing. So once she understood it, she was like, okay, now I understand what you're saying. You're saying that I'm going to get pregnant by the Holy Ghost. Okay. Whoa. Hey, that's crazy. Now I understand what you're saying. She still had to believe it. Jesus said in Mark 9 to 23, everything is possible for him who believes. There's nothing that is impossible for the person that believes. If you believe, then the impossible, it becomes possible for you. Now, if you don't believe, God reveals something to you and you're like, okay, now I understand what you're saying. Oh, wow. You want me to apply for this job? I don't have the qualifications. It says right there, I need this degree or I need this many years of experience. And God is saying, no, I'm going to give it to you anyway. Now, once you understand what God is saying, you still have to believe it. You still have to go apply. You still have to go to the interview. You still have to believe it. So understanding it is one level. Seeing it is one level, but believing it is a whole nother level. If you do not believe, it will not be possible for you. Mary had to believe this thing. If she could not believe it, then she would not have it. You have to believe God. Belief is the precursor to faith. If you cannot get past the belief stage, you will never get over into the faith stage. You will never release your faith for something you do not believe. So when God reveals something to you about your future, and, and you got to realize that this is something that God planned to do in your life from the foundations of the world. Remember, God reveals things to you that he prepared for you, but that were concealed from you, right? So when God reveals something to you about your future, and this is something that he planned to do in your life from the foundations of the world, your job is to, first of all, see it, get an understanding of what he's saying. Oh, snap, Really? God, you want to do that in my life? Okay. Then, then you got to believe it no matter how impossible it seems because you don't have to make it happen. You just have to believe your job is not to make it happen. God will make it happen. Your job is to believe God. A virgin getting pregnant is impossible, but Mary believed it. She, you have to believe God. She could not do it. Listen, God wants to do some things in your life that you cannot do. Look at me. Look at me. God wants to do things in your life that you 
cannot do. Your job is not to do it. Your job is to believe it. Your job is not to make it happen. Your job is to believe God. Your job is to open up your heart to it. Mary could not make herself pregnant. Mary could not make this thing happen. Her job was to believe God. If you believe God, then the impossible will become possible for you. When God shows you something that is beyond your wildest dreams, or maybe it's flat out impossible, it's something that cannot happen in this world. If God revealed it, then it can happen. If God revealed it, then you got to see it. You got to believe it. And if you can believe it, then you can have it. You, once you believe God, it opens up the door to the possibility of it. The life of grace, I'm talking about unmerited favor, where God wants to bless you just because God wants to bless you. The life of grace is about the impossible becoming possible for you. Why? Because you received the word from God and you believed it. When you get a word from God, you have to believe it. Once you believe it and you go, okay, God, I can see it. I can believe it. Now, at that point, you cannot be moved by what you see in this world. You can only be moved by what God said. Say amen to that. Why? Because there's going to be a moment of time, a space between I believe, I receive, and boom, here it is. So in that space between the promise and the performance, the devil is going to bring up some problems. In the space between your confession and the completion of it, the devil will stir up confusion. So in that space, you cannot be moved by what you see in this world. You can only be moved by what God said. Say amen to that. All right, number three, and finally, once you can believe it, and once you can see it, you still have to say it. Yo, glory. You, I'm talking about saying what God has said over your life, decreeing what God has already declared over your life. You still have to say it. You are not on heaven's page until you are living in this world in sync with the word of God, with the word that God has spoken over you. God was telling Mary one thing, but her body was saying something else. God was saying something, but her body was saying something. So you have to stop looking at your problem. You have to look at what God said. Remember, like I shared yesterday, no word from God is without the power to perform it. If God said it, then the power to perform it is locked up inside of that word. We serve a God that calls those things which be not. This is Romans chapter four. We serve a God that calls those things that be not as though they were. We serve a God that will call you into your future from your present. We serve a God that will speak to your to be stage from your right now stage. We serve a God that will look at a coward and call him a champion. We serve a God that will look at a virgin and call her a mother. I'm saying that God calls those things that be not as though they were. And you have to believe it. You have to believe that nothing is impossible to him who believes. Mary was sitting there and she had two decisions to make. She was like, either I can choose to believe God, to believe what God is telling me, even though it is literally impossible, or I can choose what makes sense in this world. And, and, and what makes sense in this world is that's not going to happen. So what did she choose? Thankfully, she chose God. Faith is a choice. Faith is simply choosing to accept, to believe, and to attempt what God said, even though it may seem crazy, even at the risk of looking foolish, even though it's maybe impossible in this world. Once Mary could see herself pregnant and she was able to say by faith what she believed, boom, she got pregnant. She said, Lord, be it unto me. She said, I am your servant. I am who you say that I am. I, I believe what you believe about me. I can see myself the way that you see me. Be it unto me according to what you have spoken. And in that moment, she 
got pregnant. The last thing I say as I close is that faith is voice activated. You got to learn from Mary and live with that attitude. Say, I will open up my mouth and I'm going to say what God said about me. I'm going to take God public, even at the risk of looking foolish. I will not be moved by what I see in the natural. I will only be moved by what God said. I'm going to open up my mouth and say what God said, and I will not allow what I see to change what God said. I'm not going to allow an email to change what God said. I'm not going to allow a doctor's report to change what God said. I'm not going to allow a legal report or what a teacher said to change what God said. I'm going to say what God said until I see what God said in my life. So as I close, listen, God has spoken some things over you. He's spoken some things over your health, your children, your business, your career, your finances, and your future. The power of of God is locked up inside of those words. You need to have the faith to open up your mouth and say what God said. Speak what God has spoken over your life. Receive the word of God. Meditate. Medicate on it day and night. Faith is voice activated. Declare what God has decreed over you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, you made plans for me before the world began. You now reveal those plans to me by your spirit. The things the Holy Spirit reveals to me seem beyond my wildest dreams. Sometimes they are actually impossible. (laughs) But the impossible is possible for me because I am a believer. I can see what you reveal. I believe these things in my heart and I am willing to openly declare what you have decreed over my life. Faith is voice activated. I open up my mouth and I say what you have said. I decree what you have declared. Living this way, I will have what you have revealed and I will have it before I die. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button and put in your email address. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to get an email with all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. So sign up. So listen, go into this day and know that faith is voice activated. Open up your mouth and say what God has said over you. Decree what he has declared over your life. Align your lips with heaven and you will experience heaven on earth. Do me a favor. Please share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. Let's get the the word out. Let's let everyone everywhere know about Jesus. Have an amazing day and I'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. God bless you.